It's The Different Life with Jared and Amy. My name is Jared. Hey guys, my name is Amy and we are so excited that this is our very, very first real podcast. We gave you an introduction before, just introducing you to us and what we're doing with this podcast called The Different Life, but this one we're actually going to talk. We're going to dive in deep today. Deep. It's going to get real. I just realized this. We're on one mic right now, and you we just had garlic for lunch. It's, have you smelled my breath yet? Are we okay? Because I don't want to be offensive this whole time. No, I've already smelled your breath, and okay. it reeks. Well, here we go. We're just being honest. I'm serious. I was sitting here going, just just suck it up. Don't comment on it. I wasn't going to say anything. Normally, Choose I will, your battles. Normally, I will tell him his breath smells really bad. Okay. Hi, my name is Jared. I've got bad breath. No joke. I will poor guy i tell him all the time his breast smells he takes care of himself he's very hygienic mm-hmm. he try. flosses and brushes often Every chews day. gum he's very hygienic but she's just picky we well again we did just have like garlic bread and it was like legit garlic it wasn't like garlic put powder real garlic cloves on there <laughs> so this is your act this is your fault not mine i just <laughs> ate what you put in front of me and we're literally like huddled around this tiny little mic I wish y'all could see us, and at the same time, I'm glad that you don't. Really? Or smell us. <laughs> or smell us. Yeah. For, yeah, all of it. <laughs> okay, so today what we're going to talk about is marriage. Mowage. Mowage. Because we figured marriage is the best place for us to start. Obviously, everything we do, we want it to be all about Jesus. Yes. And we want everything to be based on the Lord and So we're kind of pushing that into everything that we're doing. Mm -hmm. So marriage is the first thing we wanted to talk about. We didn't want to talk about kids. P.S. I was just distracted because I heard our kids coming down the stairs. So I lost my train of thought. I hope they don't come downstairs. We've already threatened them. (laughs) We have. We're like, stay upstairs. Um, Okay, I'm back on track. Um, We're going to talk about kids. We're going to talk about business. We're going to have people on. We're going to talk about so many different things but we wanted to start out talking about marriage because that's where the core of this is and having a marriage based on serving the lord and loving him and basing it off of what god calls us to do because god wants us to have a good marriage and god gives us principles (laughs) what are you looking at i'm just looking at the mic (laughs) god gives us principles so that we can have a successful marriage there is no marriage that is perfect yeah yeah. we will give a disclaimer that jared and i do not have a perfect marriage no we have had many of uh many uh moments let's call them moments yeah Um, But what we do know is that we both love Jesus with all of our heart and we want to serve him and we want to be committed to him and be committed to uh, each other. And then we just move forward and we learn and we grow. And so what we've learned, we want to share with you all today. Well, and I'll say this too. Having a strong marriage is foundational for every single part of life. Putting the Lord first in your marriage and and having that bedrock foundation of a strong marriage. Because I know that, you know, if we're having a tiff or if we're having an argument or something and I have to go to work, my whole day is just spent thinking about that. I, I mean, I'm there, I'm present, but I'm not really present. And so I know that when we're strong in our relationship with each other, Absolutely. it builds so much confidence in everything else that we're doing, and we're able to grow and move forward and take more ground for the kingdom. 
um, versus our foundation being on shaky ground. So right. this is this is huge. And so our podcast is called The Different Life. And there's so many people out there who are married and they are doing marriage like the world. Yeah. They're doing marriage the wrong way. And we want we want to point people to doing marriage God's way. Again, not saying that we are perfect in this, but we but God is. Yep. And we may mess up, but God's way is perfect. And so what we wanted to do is take the next four podcasts, which may sound daunting to you, but trust us, you're going to want to be um, a part of every one of them. And if you are not married, listen to this because it's going to help you when you do get married. Take notes. If you are newlywed, trust us, listen to this. Yes. And don't just listen, do it. If you've been married, did I just fit? It's okay. If you've been married a long time, there is always room for improvement. Yeah. Jared and I, we have taught this before and we we learn so much even by teaching it we always preach to the choir whenever we talk about this stuff exactly so, so um, we're going to break it up into four weeks and the first week which is today we're going to talk about communication next week we're going to talk about money and don't think next week's going to be boring because it's not we love um <laughs> what go on we love sharing and teaching about money and money is so important to do the right way yeah because when you do money the right way when you do money god's way there's peace yep it really is when you don't that's why you hear the the statistic that financial problems and arguments is huge in marriage isn't like top two or three? Oh yeah one of the top uh two reasons why people get divorced or have marital issues is because um money problems and it's so simple but people don't follow these simple guidelines and it wreaks so much havoc in their marriage. Mm-hmm. That's the second time we've said reek today. Yeah, my, my breath, breath and, and then bad money. Yeah, skills. handling money bad. Yeah. And then the third week, we're going to talk about sex. Like for real, we're going to talk about sex. Wow. And we're not afraid to talk we're about sex. We're diving in. Deep. We are. Because I don't think that too many people talk about sex enough in the context of a marriage. Yes. And so we don't want it to be something that's like, Ooh, we don't want to talk about it. We want it to be something that we really address because as you all know, and if you don't know, God made sex. Yes. And he gave sex as a gift. It just needs to be in the confines of the boundaries that he set, which is one man and one woman married. And then, you know, yeah, you do we're, it. We're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we're we're going to talk about we're that. We're going to go into all of that. And then the last week we are going to talk about living together, because when you first start living together after you're married, um, there are some things you got to learn about each other and you've got to mm-hmm. learn about in-laws and you got to learn about boundaries and you got to learn about so many different things when you begin to live together after your marriage. The so, question is, do you have in-laws or outlaws? Ooh. That's the question. It's true. Thank God we both have in-laws. We do have in-laws. Very thankful for yes, that. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's talk about communication. Shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Shall we communicate? Let's do it. Okay. So get us started. Um, so this sounds so simple, but it's here's the, here's the first thing that we're going to say, and it's always talk to each other. Always talk. And first, this is, this generally speaking... Um, women like to talk a lot. Men don't talk as much now. I realize there's some exceptions to the rule, but yeah, you've got to communicate in marriage. Now, Jared is a talker. Huh? You are. <laughs> he always says I'm. He's not, but he will like want to talk, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. 
I got it. Are you serious? Yes. I talk all day long to my patients, and by the time I come home, I'm just so drained and tired. But Now, I will say, Jared's a, a morning talker. Yes. So I come down almost every morning, no matter if I got 14 hours of sleep, which is yep. which doesn't happen. But no matter what, I come down, and I am just struggling. You come down at what, 6.05? I wake up at 6.05. Okay, she wakes up at 6.05. I have to make the bed and wash my face yep. and open the blinds and put the throw pillows on. But I'm ready to talk as soon as she, as soon as soon her feet hit the bottom floor. I'm just ready to go. And I'm just like, just give me a minute. Don't talk to me right now. I need to drink my decaf coffee. Yes. <laughs> it's something, what is that called when it's in your brain where it, I don't know. Like, so it's caf. I drink decaf, but it's right. almost like the hot coffee because it tastes like coffee gives me caffeine, but it's not caffeine. Placebo? I don't know. Oh. I'm asking. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Whatever. it's all in your head. But I still want my coffee and I sit and read my Bible, but he is just super talkative in the morning and I'm like, stop. Yeah. So. So I do. I stop. He does. But even though I said stop, what we need to do is we need to always talk. We cannot be too tired. We cannot be too busy well and then know your spouse as well so if i keep pushing right there when i get the the death stare of hey it's too early obviously you back off you know so we we, (laughs) true story but we we both spend time reading our bibles and then through that once we're done with that then obviously we can start talking so obviously know your spouse always communicate but read their signals as well because there's a good time and there's a bad time so continue on yes so we have to always talk there are so many relationships so many people who are married that they i'm sorry what are you laughing i was just sitting indian style and i couldn't get out of the edge of this table my foot was stuck and then i keep smelling both of our breath and i can't keep doing this but i'm going to this is marriage this is it for better or worse For better or for worse (laughs) there are so many marriages that they just exist together they're not they're not communicating they're not talking to each other and not just like our calendar what's going on today but like sharing their feelings and I know for some people that is just like guys and girls that is just I don't want to share my feelings I don't want to deal with that I don't want to go to that place Um, not that it has to be super emotional and sappy and all this stuff but just sharing how you're feeling Um, there will be times that I can tell that Jared is bothered by something and instead of just letting it go it's Hey, what's wrong? Let's talk about it. Even though I know sometimes what it's about, and I know that it's going to get us back into talking about something that I may not want to talk about, it's important that we go there. We have to talk. You cannot shut each other out because if you shut each other out, it will continue on and a wedge will be driven. That's when Satan likes to have his little heyday. Oh, and he will, in different different temptations for both people. Yep. um, I know with us, some of our... I would say stupidest little tiffs that we've gotten into were because little offenses that came up and we never addressed them and they started piling up. Do you remember the broccoli? Was it? No, no the it was Brussels, Brussels there was a Brussels sprout that fell on the ground one night when we were first married and eating dinner and she asked me to get it and I didn't get it in time. And, but come to find out there was a root of just like little things that we never discussed. And so what we find is we end up arguing over the littlest, dumbest things when we're not communicating and sharing our feelings. So, yeah. yeah. And I feel like our marriage is thriving the best when we are communicating and when we're talking and we'll go for a walk together and we're just sharing our heart. We're just talking about our day. We're telling each other what happened, what's going on with the kids. What do we think about this? Laughing together, just literally 
talking. So that's a good note. Like find something that you guys like to do together, whether that's going on a walk every day or having some sort of hobby that you do together or just anything that's going to create an environment for communication and just sharing your lives versus just, like you said, getting in that rut, just going to work, coming home, cooking dinner, watching TV for about an hour and a half and then going to bed and repeat the next day. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a whole nother podcast. We're going to talk about technology and all that. And we are not anti-technology whatsoever. So don't panic. We're on a podcast. Um, But there are times that it is so valuable to at night, the kids go to bed. If you have kids or if you don't have kids, you just turn the TV off before bed. It's not, sometimes you can just get stuck right there in front of the TV. Yeah. And you're not talking to each other. You're sitting there, zombies, staring at whatever you're watching. And then the TV turns off and then y'all just go right to bed. Y'all never even spoke. Jared and I recently, we've started playing card games at night. And it's so fun. We just turn on some worship music and we play cards and I talk smack to him because I usually always beat him. Yeah, right. (laughs) She just taught me a new game. What's it called again? Arizona Rummy. It's so fun. And I just whooped her fanny. Yeah, but... We just can talk and we just can flirt with each other and we can play a game and there's not any distractions. It really is. It's really a special yeah. thing. It's and, yeah. and it's simple and it's cheap and it's easy and anybody can do it. Like just do a puzzle. Do or literally just get a cup of coffee and just sit at a table and just talk with each other. That's yeah. what you did when you dated. So why does that stop when we get married? Keep dating each other. Keep pursuing each other. Keep spending that time communicating, sharing your heart, sharing the things you're excited about, not excited about. Yeah, all the above. Yeah. When you do that, the speaking from a woman's point of view, and then you can speak from yeah. a man's, you feel loved, you feel heard, you feel um, treasured to know that my husband cares about what I'm thinking and what I feel. And... That's how I feel. I feel loved and I feel close to you. And from a man's perspective, if she's feeling that way, then I'm winning. So that's all I have to talk about with that. And for those of you who are listening right now and you you may say, but my husband doesn't want to talk to me. My wife doesn't want to talk to me. Just show love. Humble yourself. Serve them. Open the door and just show love to them. Don't build that wall back up towards them. Like they may be building a wall. Don't start building your own wall. Keep pursuing and keep pressing um, to hear him out or to show him love, show him respect, and vice versa, because that is what God wants for you. God does not want walls in our marriage. Yeah. And so this may, we may be talking and you may say, my husband would never play cards with me at night. He would never do this. Just keep praying about it. Keep serving your husband and loving him and pray that God will open a door for y'all to start communicating better. Yeah. Don't get discouraged because it may not look like what you're hearing, um, but right. just keep keep pressing on. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So what other part of communication should we go into when we're talking? So when we talk to each other, again, it's not always like this. Mm-mm. But when we talk to each other, it's super important to speak out your positive thoughts about each other. Don't hold back your compliments. I will say this. My sweet husband is so sweet to me, but for a while when we were first married, he wouldn't compliment me (laughs) that often. (laughs) But I know he thought all those things. Like, I know he thought I was beautiful. I know he thought if I had on, like, perfume, he was like, mm, she smells good. But sometimes I think it would just be in your head and you wouldn't verbalize it. And 
I was like wanting you to verbalize those things. Yeah, I just had an epiphany one day. It's like, wait, if I think these things and feel these things, I mean, you know, it's just kind of like that, that like, well, you know, I feel this way. You know, I think that way. You know, I told you I loved you when we were married. Right. And yes, I have told her more than on our wedding day. But it's just like this epiphany was like, why don't you tell her? Because you like it's going to she's going to feel amazing and it's only going to just help your relationship. So, yeah, uh, in our 12 years of marriage, I have gotten better at communicating and complimenting. And if there's ever a positive thought that I'm thinking about her, share it. Why hold that in? It can only benefit her and you guys and vice versa for your tour for wives to your husbands. Share it. Don't keep that to yourself. Yeah, because who doesn't love to be told Hey, that meal that you just spent all that time making, that was delicious. Yeah. Like, who doesn't enjoy hearing those things? Because when you hear that, this at least for me, when Jared tells me how good I did on a meal, I'm gonna remember, okay, he really liked that. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna make that again for him. I'm going to he appreciated me, so I'm going to keep looking for other things that would be a fun di- you know. What you affirm gets reproduced. So think about that. Yeah. That's in business at, you know, in my office with patients or with my staff members in our marriage. What you affirm gets reproduced. With our kids in so many different areas. So always speak out positive thoughts. You can never go wrong. Always be speaking what's truth. Yeah. But you can never go wrong with building each other up because then, again, you're going to feel loved. You're going to feel treasured. You're going to know that the person that you are with respects you, appreciates you, um, admires you, all these things. And it, and it just makes you feel good. Yeah. It makes you fall in love with each other. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the really fun part of communication. That was kind of the very important, but like the frosting on the cake. Now we're going to talk about the cake. Fighting fair. Because when you are married, it's, you are one individual yep. married to another individual and one sinner married to another Absolutely. sinner and there is bound to be fights. Now, everybody's going to have different levels of how they fight based on yeah. their own personalities or their, how they were raised. Or their upbringing, yeah, and their yeah. household, what they saw, yeah. But everybody's going to have arguments, disagreements, um, tiffs, moments, all that kind of stuff. And we have got to learn how to fight fair. Yeah. What's that verse? I should have looked it up before this, but it says, be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to become angry. Mm -hmm. And that is so important when it comes to fighting fair or disagreeing fair. Because you can just go off the handle. And by you, I mean me. In our relationship, Jared is almost perfect. Stop. No. Stop. I won't. She is telling a lie no, right I'm now. Not. You're not supposed to lie on podcasts. He's almost perfect. No. Um, I, on the other hand, have a little bit of a temper, and I'm a little bit more. Would you Would you describe me as when we were dating a fire? Not a, a fire firecracker. I don't. I don't know. You just got a. I feel like you got a thrill out of just having tips or like having like something to go at each other with. Like it just kind of like I felt like. You really thoroughly enjoyed it. And for me, I'm like, no, I love being agreeable. I love getting along. Like, I just love this. Yeah. And you were just a firecracker. The longer we've been married, I don't enjoy arguing or fighting at all. I think when we were younger, I had maybe more more time on my hand because I had no kids. Maybe you wanted to prove yourself too. Maybe. Maybe. I don't 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 know. know. We'll have to figure that out. It's part of growing and being married for 12 years. But I still, I, I have like a temper and that is not 
good. And the Bible talks a lot about um, not having a hot temper. So that's something I need to work on. But um, when we fight, I have got to ask the Holy Spirit to help me fight. Should we use the word fight? Should we use the word argue, when disagree? Di- yeah, What's the better way to say it? I don't, yeah. We're not like throwing punches at each other. No, no. But, you know, when we are disagreeing, I have got to ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, help me to calm down. Help me to, as it says in Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. And I've got to forgive my husband. I've got to, even if I'm in the wrong, I've got to just chill and I've got to breathe and I've got to relax. It's it's, fighting, arguing, disagreeing, whatever word you want to say is going to go so much better when it's when it's communication. Well, and another thing is you got to know, and this comes through being married as well. You, you just learn each other. You have to know the triggers. And, you know, there's times when it's just getting built up, built up, built up. And sometimes you just got to step away. Not like silent treatment, like I'm leaving you. I'm, you know, we're, we're going to be separated. But like literally sometimes you just got to just step into the other room and just pray. Holy Spirit, give me perspective. Holy Spirit, calm me down. Holy Spirit, what would you say in this matter? How can I look more like you right now to my wife, vice versa, wife to the husband? How can I look more like you, Holy Spirit, to my husband? And so sometimes, yeah, you just, you don't like just stay in the ring. Sometimes it's okay to step out and just take a breather and just get your thoughts together and say, God, let me put you first instead of putting me first. Mm -hmm. Because when you put you first and everything, you're going to lose every time. But when you put God first and your spouse first, um, yeah. That's that's a great combination. And you really have to work to see the other person's perspective. So when we're in an argument and we disagree, obviously, on something, it's really good. And this takes humbling yourself. But it's really good to put yourself in the other person's shoes, even if you think you're right. Yeah. And just see why they think what they're thinking and why they're defending what they're defending. Yeah. And really see the other person's perspective because... Jared and I are one. Yeah. And so many people, I think, forget that when they're married. I think they think, yeah, I'm one person and I'm married to my husband and he's a different person. But the Bible says the two shall become one. Yeah. And so we are on the same team and we don't need to be fighting, bickering at each other. Again, we're still going to have arguments. We're still going to have things that we disagree on. It's about how you do it and what's the goal. Is it to figure out, um, what am I trying to say? Is it, are you trying to figure out the answer or are you trying to be right? Right. Because I can, I can always love being right. Yes, you do. That's, <laughs> that's, what is your, I know people talk about this, but Enneagram. Enneagram. Yes. You love to be right. You love to be number one. You yeah. love to, yeah. I think that's a three, but um, that may have changed. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, that was years ago that I took that. This is true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got to work to see the other person's perspective and you got to be humble mm-hmm. and that's hard and that takes the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you know, I heard, um, this older gentleman one time was, um, giving some advice to a young guy who was getting married and he said, in your marriage, do not be dead right. And the example he gave was, you know, for a fact that you're right and your spouse is wrong. But don't push so hard in the argument that you sacrifice your spouse, that you humiliate them, that you make them feel horrible just to be right because you are one. So when you're attacking your spouse, you're attacking yourself. 
and you're the you're you're gonna reap the consequences of that. So remember, you are married to this individual. You guys got to be able to go to bed and live life together. And so, yeah, you may be right, but don't be dead right where you sacrifice um, your loved one. Now, you also talked about you know how to fight. Um, do you remember that one time when we were dating and um, there are certain way that you like to disagree with me, certain names that you like to throw out there? Um, I think I do. Yeah. I think I recollect that. What happened? It's not even, I, I probably called you a jerk or an idiot or uh-huh. something like that. It was yeah. not anything super crazy, but I called him a name in the middle of an argument and he like really got <laughs> serious with me and he was like, don't call me names. It was... And it was I the one-up thing. Yeah. Go on. I was used to, I guess I was used to like kind of just picking, like picking at other people. Yeah. Not in the, that sounds like I was a really big bully. Yeah. That's not what I mean. You weren't. If I was in an argument, I would, I don't, well, Let's just say name calling was not off limits for her. Yes. Whenever we good had an way argument. to describe it. And what was happening within me is this one-up mentality. So she calls me a jerk. Well, I got to one-up her. And next thing you know, I got words flying through my mind that have no business coming out of my mouth. What was that? Um, it's Well, it's for another show. I'll it's, give you 50 bucks if you tell it. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> nope, you can't. I, nope, you're good. But anyways, we had to address that because... You know, whenever she would names would come out, which wouldn't be bad on her behalf, but it's just like my flesh was like, fine, you want to call me that? I'll call you this. And so we had to lay down some rules as at the beginning of like, hey, here's how we disagree. It's okay, but name calling has got to be off the charts as far as like acceptable because it's going to go to a place where you nor I want it to go. Yeah, and you, we've all heard that old old saying. Uh, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And that's, of course, so false because words hurt. Words real are bad. powerful. God spoke this world into existence. Yeah, just and, with words. Yeah. So yeah, we have the power of life and death in our tongue. We have got to guard what we say because what's going to happen is y'all are going to get over your fight, your argument, your disagreement. Everything's going to be fine. Y'all are going to go back to being sweet to each other. But that word, those. Um, sentences that you said to each other, whether it's name calling or whether it's just putting that person down or, or putting where they're, where they came from or their family or anything. I mean, anything that's derogatory and negative, those words are still hanging on in her head or in his head. Um, Mm -hmm. yes, there can be forgiveness. Yes, there can be restoration. And you can say, I was wrong. I should never have said that. But what we're saying is guard yourself before those words ever even come out. Yep. Just don't call each other names. Don't go below the belt. Yeah, yeah. Like just keep it, keep it about the topic of what you're arguing about. That's true too. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Because sometimes we'll be arguing about something, and then we go down a bunny or like a bunny rabbit trail. It's like whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. We're arguing <laughs> a about bunny rabbit this. trail. Why are we going down this pathway? So yeah, stay on the stay on the topic for yeah. sure. And and just 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 get over it. Ooh, not wow. Now I'm not saying. Like brush things under the rug, not saying that, but address the topic, talk about it, come to an agreement, come to a compromise, come to wherever you need to come to together, not one dominating the other, come to an agreement and then you move forward. You move forward in love, you let it go. Again, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. And that's so important when you think about that, because think about your life. Think about all that God has saved you from, yep. all that he has forgave you, forgiven you, 
forgave you. Forgiven you of. Forgiven you of. Just think about all of that. How can we not forgive our spouse for a little tiff? They were probably wrong. Who are we? You were probably wrong. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be him one time, it's gonna be you one time, and yeah. vice versa. But we need to be like Christ, even when it's hard, yeah. and we need to be kind and compassionate. And one of the last things that I'll say is don't let the sun go down on your anger. How huge is that? This one is so tough because so we have four kids and Jared goes to work every day and I stay home and work every day, um, homeschooling and taking care of the house and taking care of all the things. And so by the time the nighttime comes, that's when we are actually alone right? and when we can actually talk about things and discuss things and we can get in a little tiff and I am just so exhausted. Or this guy right here can go to sleep in like five seconds flat. No, two. Okay. We are like laying in bed and I just get in the bed and he says something and like two seconds later I hear a snore and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yep. How did you go to sleep so fast? So we are sleeping. Wait, I snore? It's like a heavy breathing. Okay. So I don't snore then. Because <laughs> we're on a podcast right now and you're telling everybody that I snore. You will occasionally snore, but it is like a, it's like a, and then okay. it wakes you up and then you kind of roll over and you stop, but it's okay. not continuous, which okay. I am forever grateful of. Good, good, good. Um, but we are both sleep snobs. Mm-hmm. And so when nighttime comes and when we're tired and if we're having an argument, sometimes the easiest, most selfish thing to do is just roll over, put yep. your back with your shoulder up in the air. Can y'all visualize? Do you know oh, what I'm talking I, about? Oh, I've seen this. <laughs> I've seen this happen more times than I can count. And you're just like on my fingers the, and toes. You got the blanket like all up by your neck so you yep. can't see your face. And you're just like, I just want to go to bed. Yep. That's when it's hard because you're tired and you're annoyed, and you just want to go to sleep and be left alone. Yep. But isn't it in Proverbs, don't let the sun go down in your anger? Yep. Is that Proverbs? Absolutely. Um, God knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Whatever he says in his word, he knows, and he's doing it for our benefit. Yeah. He doesn't want the sun to go down on your anger because, guarantee you, you will wake up in the morning and it'll be worse. Well, here's the thing. When you do that, when... When you are, what it will, if when you allow that to continue on into the evening, into the next day, you are allowing whatever that issue is to drive a root into your heart and a root into your life. And it becomes more flared up, more distorted, more of a mountain instead of the molehill that it is. And so when you can squash it and go to bed at peace with each other, it is so much, that next day is so much more carefree. Versus letting it continue over because the next day, if you let that continue on, it just ruins the whole day. You're thinking about it and it's just kind of like, why let this thing continue on? Why let this thing continue to take more of a root in my heart and carry into the next day and become a bigger issue? And and also like have sleeplessness as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't want to, who wants a bad night's sleep? So yeah. like, let's get over ourselves. Let's get over this thing. Let's squash this thing, come together in peace and move forward and move on yeah because we're one i have i remember multiple times being so tired at night and almost just being like we can't go to bed until we get this figured out so I will just say, sit up you're and really let's good talk at that. about it you're really good at that by the way just saying no we are going to talk about this right now and i'm so tired and we're just sitting in the dark talking this out and usually when it, there's a deadline because you're trying to go to sleep, you usually kind of let things go a little easier. Yeah. You're like, yeah. okay, I see. Yes, I love you. Yep. And then there's snuggles and kisses and then it all, then we go to la la land. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fine. Yeah. So don't let the sun go down in your anger for sure. 
that's not just some cute little cross stitch on a pillow. No. Like that's that's legit. You need to anytime, write it down. Don't forget it. It's huge. Yeah. Because the next morning you will wake up and then you got to make breakfast and then you got to get the kids ready and your husband is getting ready for work and there's no time to talk. You have no time for to So you're already that. annoyed at each other. You're banging pans around and you're <laughs> 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 You're just mad. Yeah. And then he goes to work and then you're trying to have a conversation and you got one baby crying and one kid needs help with math and Jared's at work and he's got patience he's got to see. There's just no time. I've hated that by the way. Whenever I leave this house and if you and I are not on the same page, I hate having to go to work and I love taking care of patients, but it's so much harder to treat people and meet them at their point of need when I've got my own issues going on. And I yeah. just feel, feel like I'm just going through the motions all day long versus coming into the office and everything is great at home. Our home is peaceful. Everything's good with us. It is just one of the hardest things to do is to go through the motions because we're just unsettled at home. It's tough. Yeah. It really is. And I hate it. Yeah, I hate it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you want to talk about this with um, fighting fair and communicating? I don't think there's anything else about fighting fair. Um, I think this, is, this doesn't really have to do with communication, but there is a, we did not create this. No. We did not make this up. Um, but if you visualize a triangle in your head and at the top of the triangle Write the word God. You can even write this on a piece of paper if yeah. you're by one. If you're and visual. If you're visual, yes. I'm a visual learner. Yep. And at the bottom left hand, write your name. And at the bottom right hand, write your spouse's name. And as you go up those two lines, getting to the top, the top pinnacle, which again, we, we labeled that God, the closer you get to each other, the closer you get to the Lord. And the closer you get to the Lord, the closer you get to each other. Yeah. Was that the second one that I was supposed to yes. say? Yes, <laughs> yeah. The closer each of you go towards God, you can see in, in the triangle, the closer it brings each of you to each other. So the further you drift away from God, um, the more you put things in front of Him and prioritize things over Him, um, the further that you guys drift away from each other. It's just, it's how it works. And so that's been one pivotal thing for us is when we focus our time on the Lord and we put Him first in everything, mm -hmm. seek first His kingdom and his righteousness, then all these things, your marriage, your family, your business, all these things will be added unto you. And mm -hmm. so that's our that's our push for you guys is make sure that you guys on that triangle are drawing, fixating your eyes on the Lord and drawing closer to him daily. Because when you do that, everything else is going to work and make sense. Yeah. And I really think a final thing is commitment. Your commitment to Jesus. Mm-hmm your commitment to each other. Like y'all made vows to each other. You promised each other before whoever was at your wedding that we are going to stay faithful and stay committed. Like you, we are, we are living in a generation that is lacking in commitment. And I would love to do a whole podcast and mm. invite some guests on and just talk about commitment. Commitment yeah. to our family, commitment to being a member of the local church and saying, we are not going to sleep in. We're, I mean, I could go on and on, but like all these commitments make your marriage stronger. But the first one is your commitment with Jesus. Yeah. And your first, your second one is your commitment to each other and saying, you know what? I don't really like you today, yep. but I'm committed to Jesus yep. and I'm committed to you and I'm going to make this work and I'm going to put the hard work in. I've heard it said, choose your hard. 
divorce is hard and marriage is hard. Ooh, Choose your heart. That's good. Like, which one do you want? Yeah. I want good. to work on my marriage and to work on having a godly marriage. And so put in the hard work and the Holy Spirit will help you. Yep. The Holy Spirit will help you do that. Yeah. And marriage is totally, totally worth it. Yeah. I know you're sitting here and we're on a microphone, but I'm serious. Like being married to you is so much fun. That's the nicest thing you've said to me all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still putting up with your breath. No joke. <laughs> but it, I love being married to you. Yes, we have the, the little things that you annoy me and I'm, I know I annoy you. Yeah. No, it's, yep. You, well, <laughs> yep, we, we both yep. do. So yeah, we annoy each other. part of life. But we have so much fun together and there is so much reward when you do things God's way. Yeah. And I think that's the main thing that we're, we're talking about. Just get closer to the Lord mm-hmm. personally and together. And as you draw closer to the Lord, um, your marriage is just going to thrive. Yep. So. Trust us. It will. Yeah. Take our word for it. And we don't know who you are, but we're rooting for you. Yes. Like we want people to hear this and we want marriages to be impacted and for y'all to just have um, a God honoring marriage that is different than the way that the world looks. Absolutely. For better or worse, sticking Mm -hmm. through it, committed to God, committed to each other and making a difference in this world and for his kingdom. That's what it's about. Yep. So already guys that got it there. Yeah. So next week, we're going to talk about money. Yeah. Money, money, money. I was going to do that. Well, I beat you to it. So, all right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and joining us. And we have loved having you on here. If this is your first time, feel free to like, subscribe, share this, um, leave a review, give us some feedback. And um, yeah, thanks for joining this journey on us. So we look forward to having you guys back soon. Bye, guys. Have a great week. See you later. Woo!